Legends, how's it going? Oh man, I can't tell you how happy I am that you've come back. You just keep outdoing yourselves. Miles here, I'm all right, pretty good. No, I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good. It's a bit bloody cold though, isn't it? I'm just sat outside here in London and things have taken a turn. I'm gonna say it for the worse. It's just gonna keep getting colder, isn't it? Maybe forever. Or maybe just till the end of winter, we'll see. We'll see which one comes first, you know what I mean? Probably the end of winter. Uh, maybe you're listening somewhere where it's not cold at all. And do you know what? Good on you. Good on you, that's all I can say. So what do we got? Episode 6, the film Virgin. They just keep coming. I'm pumping them out. And this week I'm going to watch the film American Psycho with my dear buddy and film critic Dan Webb. I chose this film, one, because I hadn't seen it, and two, because I know that our dear Webby, as no one calls him, loves it. And he did sit with me through Bridget Jones's diary last week, which I know was a bit of a chore for him, so I wanted to give him a bit of a reward to keep him on my side. Another fun episode. I hope you enjoy it. I'll talk to you again at the end. Enjoy. Bye. Hi Dan, how are you? Hi, hello. We're recording now. That's good to that know. Means the podcast has begun. Right, how I'm you ready feel about I'm, that. Yeah, I was ready, mate. I was, I've already been talking. I thought we'd been recording for days. I've been here for hours. Would you describe yeah. yourself as born ready? <laughs> I always have, yeah, you know I have. And do you think that's an accurate description? I, I came out fully clothed. Really? What were you wearing? Beige? <laughs> uh, yeah. I was wearing... Cardigan? Uh, yeah, t- and, they were, and all the clothes, ironically, even though I'd been in the wind, were t- too tight for me. They were too tight? Yeah. yeah. I'd grown into them as... <laughs> yeah. It's a look, though. And you were wearing a band t-shirt, were you? Uh, yeah. What band? Uh, the Wedding Present. The Wedding Present. Yeah. 87, you were born? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it, just, it, was, uh, it was the George Best one. Oh, the George Best one. <laughs> Is he a footballer? Yeah, but they called the first album George Best. He, so and he, George Best what, he named time. it after himself? He was in the wedding present. <laughs> no, 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 he was, he was just, it was just a photograph. It was a long lens photograph of him. Self-portrait? No, <laughs> I think it was taken from, uh, in a, on, a, on the football field. He's wearing football clothes okay. and the field's green. You don't see many footballers move into a career in music, do you? Uh, no, you got uh, Vinnie, Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones. Yeah, he did a song, didn't he? Um, did he actually? Did he? I think he might have done a bit of something. <laughs> Who's I think asking he did... the question? How did, that, how did that turn into a question to me? <laughs> you see... I mean, I believe you, but... Because I, I, I thought you were true. doing a bit. I thought you were going to name footballers who clearly hadn't done songs. <laughs> but then you said it was such in such earnest. <laughs> Paul Gascoigne. Now are you being serious? Yeah, Paul Gascoigne did a song. And no, did Vinnie Jones? Maybe. I feel like it's just because he's been an actor and he did... He got his fingers in all the pies. But what know. were you doing? Were you doing a bit or were you oh, saying someone who's serious? I was literally... I was being you, serious. Okay. 
But now you've backtracked and you don't think Vinnie Jones did a song? <laughs> well, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to say yeah. Okay. Well, we need to get to the bottom of this, but Paul Gascoigne <laughs> definitely did one. Paul Gascoigne did a bit, yeah. You're sticking by that now? Just, yeah, some sort like, it depends whether you mean like a football, a football song or a, you know, no one's done like an album of ballads. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Hey, uh, welcome back. You've been, you've been overseas since I last saw you. I have. I was going to wear uh, my Boston t-shirt as some sort of... Oh, did you go to Boston? No. Oh. <laughs> I got a I got a nice T-shirt from the Sam Adams Brewery. You got a nice uh, Sam Adams T-shirt. Yeah, that says, which says Boston. Boston and it's on got it. a picture of a, a Boston Terrier holding a lantern. Oh my god! You never think of Boston Terriers as being from Boston, do you? Not directly. <laughs> if you, what sort of? I've got a more interesting topic. <laughs> Cut that off. Yeah, Let's okay. talk about dogs. Ooh. What what sort of? You'd get a Basset Hound, wouldn't you? What sort of dog would you get? You'd get a basset hound, oh, wouldn't mate. you? Yeah, I took a I took a surreptitious picture of a basset hound just a few days ago on the yeah, train. Okay, did you see any? Is it true in Boston they just call them terriers? <laughs> I didn't ask. I saw somebody <laughs> with one. Really? I didn't ask. Yeah. Oh my god, what a cliche! <laughs> yeah, everyone was wearing Red Sox clothes. Were they? I bet. Yeah. I received uh, the hardest high five I've ever received, as I told you. From who? Oh. Uh, when uh, Bradley Jr. I know all the names of all the players now. Jackie, mate. yeah, Jackie Bradley Jr. Jackie Bradley Jr. I know all the names of the players. Okay. I, watched, I watched all the games. We're uh, talking about baseball, but yeah, baseball, <laughs> the baseball. Uh, when he hit a homer mm. in the third third game, a man came up to me who we've been playing pool next to, and he just went whoa, and he <laughs> hit my hand, and yeah. I put my hand up, and uh, it, he bent my hand all the way back with how hard he hit my hand. Did it hurt? Yeah. Oh it really, it genuine, he genuinely pushed with such force and I would, had braced, but my brace wasn't enough and he just forced my fingers back. It sounds like you ruined a great moment. I didn't ruin it. He enjoyed it. He went on to other people and high-fived them. He forgot about me. For yourself, I mean. I know, I enjoyed it. Eh, <laughs> as much as you could have. <laughs> what, if I'd had secure, if I'd had like an arm, a wrist brace on. Because then what, I know what's happening for the next few minutes after that. It's not about Jackie Bradley Jr.'s home run and the, the, the shared euphoria. Yeah. Uh, that's being experienced in the pub. It's you turning to your fiance and going, did you see how hard he hit my yeah. hand? Oh, almost broke my wrist. Was, I got, well, I won't be able to play pool anymore. I don't even like the baseball. Well, holidays. I'm going to go to the hospital. Is that what happened? Was it something like that? Two things. <laughs> One, my fiance was in the toilet. So I couldn't <laughs> turn to her. <laughs> Half a lot. After being emasculated in front of everyone. And two, we just finished paying for and I'd paid. So it didn't <laughs> oh, matter. Wow, you told me. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Uh, fair enough. Saddam's Brewery Tour, mate. Is it good? Oh, free. About <laughs> half an hour. Get loads of free beer at the end. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then they send you off really? into the gift shop. Free, it's free to do it, and then you get free beer. Yeah. That is a bad business yeah. model. <laughs> but apparently it's not, because... Is this what a, somebody else like went. A, a, a hobo told you afterwards? <laughs> well, actually... I'm, well, hear me out. It's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he... I actually used to own some <laughs> <Yeah>. items. <laughs> So we're here to watch a film. Yeah, well, so I've got a few updates uh, from 
the Film Virgin HQ, as I've just started calling it. I spoke to the landlord this week. Right. And she's going to get us a new sofa. How about that? Mate. Luxury. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We won't, will we even be able to, will we be so comfortable we won't be able to watch the films, maybe? Well, you won't be allowed on the new sofa. (laughs) Well, can you keep this on fucking (laughs) side? You'll be on the floor. That's fair. No. We'll be very... No, we'll be just... We'll be comfortable. Yeah. We'll, be we'll go from this, what I'm experiencing right now. Yeah. Are you comfortable right now? You're okay. I'm okay. I'm on the, the, the solid the end, aren't I? So. Yeah. So this... Uh, I explained to her that, it, it, in my opinion, it was less than ideal to sit on a sofa that's stuck, stuffed full of textbooks. To which she agreed, <laughs> eventually, and has agreed to... Uh, Foot the bill for a oh, new no, that's one. Good. That's I mean, nice. t- as long as it's no more than two hundred pounds. I mean, that's she that's, said. You but can I, get a good. We've, you can we've get found good one. Yeah, yeah. Get one. We're from, from like a, a proper. Uh, oh, have you heard of the internet? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so just on there, just. Yeah, it's like a furniture store. <laughs> oh, I've got it on my computer. I don't know if it's a special model, my laptop or something. So. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's gonna be good then when we're getting this. <laughs> well, I mean... Should I wait, or...? It won't be tonight. Oh, okay. Let's... You know, that's an interesting game to play. <laughs> when does the sofa actually arrive? Because I assume I'm going to have to do something about it. Yeah. I might have to actually do the purchasing of it or something. Yeah. I'll be involved. <laughs> I hope so. So, let's see. Just over a month to get the landlord to agree to get a new one. Yep. So let's see how long it takes till it's here. Yeah, I, mean, I think that was the hardest bit. I think that's the hardest. No, you're probably right. But the biggest news. Yep. I mean, that was, that was relevant big. news to, quote unquote, the Film Virgin HQ. <laughs> right. HQ stands for headquarters. By oh, the way. thank I God. That. <laughs> yeah, if you ever hear anyone say HQ again, that's what they're talking about. But the other news, the biggest news from the Film Virgin HQ. <laughs> Yeah. Is. Are you alright? That was a drum roll. Oh, sorry. sorry, no, I wasn't having a seizure. <laughs> I've signed up to Netflix. Mate. Swear to God. What year is this? <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. Oh, wow. Do you feel good? Are you still on the trial or you, you've actually paid? Alright, so. <laughs> I, did the, I did the month trial a while ago. Okay. The free trial. Yeah. This okay. I'm going to tell you this, uh, and anyone who's listening, this isn't a, a point of pride. Well, I did it about a month ago. Okay. Or a little while ago. Obviously, more than a month ago because it's a month-long trial. Right. I did it earlier in the year, and then cancelled it. And I was like, oh, that was cool. Got my month's worth of uh, free shit. Yeah. Uh, and then last week, I tried to sign up again with a different email address and a different card yeah and then i was successful and i thought i was successful and then the next day i got an email from netflix saying oh turns out you've already done your one month free trial 
Whoops. Mate, mate they are all right, aren't they? Like, bring acting. you down. It was nice, though. They didn't, like, properly, like, they, they passive-aggressively shamed me, but they didn't, like, say, you're a... You're a cheapskate. Stop trying to steal from us. They were like, oh, oh, gosh. We, but hey, I guess buddy. we all make mistakes. Oh, I forgot about it too. <laughs> so they're like, nah, mate. Nah, mate. We know you're gay, Miles Burgess from North London. It's good that you're going to have to pay for it. So five ninety nine a month, or at least for this month I paid. Because I was shamed into it. I was like, oh, what are you talking about? I didn't realise that. Uh, I didn't. I thought I was paying for it. Uh, so, <laughs> How did you write that in an email? In that voice? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's what just pressing, like, pay. Oh. I assume that's how they would have uh, they interpreted took that. it. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. That's probably fair, yeah. I mean, it's not... The biggest expense in the world, five ninety nine. It's not. It's only five ninety nine. And there is. It's what I paid for Ghostbusters. <laughs> exactly. You could have had it's a month's just, worth of fun. Cr- yeah. And we had barely a night's worth. I know. And I was thinking I was being some sort of genius buying these DVDs for a pound. <laughs> I thought I was a genius. I had it like a good two month run there. I thought I was an actual genius. It's good. Oh yeah, but you can look back on those memories and and feel like an idiot. <laughs> I suppose when you put it like that. Okay, so bearing in mind that our viewing is now governed largely by me wanting to get value from my Netflix membership. Right. We are watching a film tonight that's on Netflix. Okay. I feel like we should be getting paid by Netflix to say Netflix this much. Hopefully one day. (laughs) (laughs) Seems unlike... I don't know how much Netflix is struggling for brand awareness. I couldn't believe my luck when I found this movie on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Tonight, we're going to watch Bridget Jones's Baby. No, no we are I'm not. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I actually, after our last episode, I found myself the next day uh, reading an article that I never thought I would read that was called contextualizing Bridget Jones's <laughs> diary because <laughs> I, I think I just wanted to find out if I was a bad person for liking it so much and it turns out <laughs> morally or uh, culturally I think both okay. <laughs> it's good it turns out I am a bad person is that what the person but, said no but not because of that oh <laughs> they, something right at the they end did a this. much deeper dive <laughs> and we don't have to go into that no but Speaking of Bridget Jones, yes, you took one for the team last time, and I want to give back to you tonight. So I've chosen a film that I haven't seen, but I know for a fact that you love, or you've told me that you love it. Okay. And we're going to watch American Psycho. Ah, amazing. Okay. Yeah. Into that's it. That's good fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's going to be so you, different. You did tell me that you loved it, right? Oh yeah, I love it. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's it's everything I could want. When did you last see it? Ooh. A few years ago. Right. Probably, actually, probably about eight years ago. It's going to be good. So it's all... definitely, you're not going to enjoy it at all. Am I not? I, I mean... That's interesting. No, you, I think you'll get some enjoyment because it's very satirical and it's a proper uh, black comedy at times. It's, is it? Okay. Because yeah, all it's I know about it is it's Christian Bale and he's a serial killer. Is that right? Or yeah, is that not right? Yeah, yeah essentially. Okay. He's a, yeah, he's a... He's a like I don't know whether he's a stockbroker or whether he's working in finance anyway. And he's, right, uh, it's like Wall Street. Yeah, he's he's basically in the 
in the financial elite and he could just get away with anything essentially is what it, what, it, what basically it says if you've got enough money you can do anything and no one will and you'll never have a it's basically an advert for being a rich white uh, man yeah yeah exactly okay. so why do you think i might not like it uh, it's too serious it's not serious it's no. not serious it's it's very you have to take it as tongue in cheek right yeah it's just very violent i know like it's quite violent yeah okay, the that's... violence might be my issue yeah it's it's extremely violent, I would suggest. Gory? Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, a little bit. bit of, chosen the there's wrong a chain, film. There's a, chain, there's a bit of chainsaw action. Is there? Enjoy, yeah. But it's... There's still some humour. There's a lot of humour. So... I but think, but I, in those scenes? Or is there a... Yeah, I think you're meant, to, you're meant to laugh at the absurdity of it. I think it's meant to be, like... It's absurdly violent on purpose to make you go, oh. Okay. Jesus. I had so much fun, though. There's some great stuff about uh, business cards in American Psycho that you're going to really enjoy. Okay. It's about having different fonts on your business cards that's really enjoyable. It's very silly. I really like the way it looks as well. It's very clean and cinematography is very crisp. Nice. And All right. Like I'm going to have to give you a bit of space on the sofa then <laughs> by the sounds of it. I'm going to be in my element. So this is pre-Batman Bale. Yeah. This must be... Early Bale. Well, Bale was a uh, child actor. He he was in in films in the when he was a kid. Really? Well, yeah. this is an early Bale at all. Then I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he was in it. He was in a film called All. Th- oh God, all, something about creatures. Something. He was a well. He was, he's a little. He's well, his proper Welsh accent in it, and he's a little boy. I so was Christian Bale Welsh once upon a time? He he's also he's still from, Welsh. He's, I mean, I believe so. I believe that's his normal accent. I know he's, he's definitely English, obviously. You know he's English. Or British. Well, you can't be English and Welsh. <laughs> British, then. Come on. <laughs> right. No, I did know that, I guess. I, don't, I wonder what his actual voice sounds like. After playing Batman for so many years, he's, he, he talked in a pseudo-American accent yeah, all the time. I, can I think he forgot what, he, what his normal voice was like. Some people would say that about my voice. My accent. Not that it's because I've been in a lot of Hollywood films, though. <laughs> Has your accent changed? Because uh, you don't have a thick, brummy accent. No, I never did have a. You I never suppose. did. Okay. And not really. I think I've got. I have got worse. As, like worse in terms of less. Worse in terms of better. Better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As yeah, yeah. But when um, you only have to get me, get me, get me drunk and get me riled up, and you'll hear it all come out. I'd rather not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not tonight. All right. We'll just watch the film. <laughs> yeah, it's it's to do with. I my personal opinion is, the louder one gets, right, the more they go back to their true accent. Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely certainly true. the case with me, and, yes. and that would back up your drunken uh, perspective. I am pretty keen to watch this film. Let's do it. I'm a bit concerned about this goriness now. It's it no, it, there's there's blood, not too many guts, but lots of blood. So you should be okay. I do like the sound of the font talk. You're going to enjoy it. You that. have me there. Any spreadsheets? I don't know if it's some spreadsheet chat, but uh, there's, some, oh, well. there's definitely some... Something for the mate. remake, then. <laughs> Somebody did make a sequel to this, I'm sure. They... Really? What? That had nothing to do with the original? Yeah. I might be talking out of my rear, but I, I have a feeling. It is amazing when you talk out of your rear. I know. Hey, let's watch American Psycho. Let's do it. Cool. Hey, how was your... Yes, Alan? 
Why are there copies of the style section on all the plates? Do you, do you have a dog? A little chow or something? <laughs> no, Helen. Is that a raincoat? Yes, it is. In 87, Huey released this for their most accomplished album. I think their undisputed masterpiece is Hip to Be Square. A song so catchy, most people probably don't listen to the lyrics, but they should, because it's not just about the pleasures of conformity and the importance of trends, it's also a personal statement about the band itself. Hey, Paul! Ah! So, Christian Bale is a mad psycho. Yeah. Oh my god. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it has been very funny. You're right. Christian Bale is playing Patrick Bateman. He is. Patrick Bateman, who is a privileged rich boy. Yeah. From New York, I guess. I, think, uh, I mean, there's a reason why I, did, I couldn't remember what sort of job he did. It's because it's, it's completely non specific. <laughs> yeah. But I guess it's Wall Street, but he doesn't seem to do much of anything. There was about 10 of them that were all vice presidents there. Yeah. And his partner, who's played by Reese Witherspoon, mentioned at one stage that his dad practically owned the company or something. Yeah. So he's he's very much um, silver spoon, sort of everything on a, on a plate. platter, <laughs> silver one perhaps. So, yeah. For him, he's a bit of an oddball, <laughs> and he just wants to fit in. Um, this oddness yeah. is manifesting itself in um, cold-blooded killing yeah. at night. We've seen, we've only seen, well, we've seen two humans murdered and a dog, yeah, which was tough. <laughs> I mean, you didn't actually see the dog; you heard the dog being murdered. He, but you physically it, recoiled. I did indeed. Yeah, that was that was probably the bit you were referring to. Um, he killed a homeless man. Yeah. He's, he's shown his sort of psychotic side before then. He, he, when a uh, bartender had turned her back on him, he said, I want to kill you and play with your, play your blood, blood yeah. or something like that, yeah. And he tells the dry cleaners he's going to kill them as well. Yeah, and presumably the homeless person wasn't his first killing because the sheets he had at the dry cleaners were covered in what appeared to be blood. Yeah. So the homeless man was just the first time we got to see him kill. Uh, in the book, the killing of the homeless man is just so much more violent as well. Oh, really? Like, like as compared to that, it's so. It's. I mean, I think he does things with his eyes, and it's just oh. very intimate details of how much he kills him. Oh god, <laughs> he's really dead. <laughs> he's really dead. Yeah. Right. Well, I was happy. Just. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I was <laughs> happy just that. for it <laughs> to be a regular stabbing. I guess <laughs> if he had to go. That conversation, though, is just so... All the conversations... I think the dialogue of this is brilliant. Oh, and the way he speaks is He enunciates every word. Yes. <laughs> yes, I indeed. I love it. I think it's your favourite bit so far, Ben. Uh, is that a raincoat? Yes. yes. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was very good. So, which brings me on to the... The sort of main killing that he's done, which seems to be where the plot's going to go now, was he killed his um, colleague who was seemingly perhaps a bit above him and someone who evoked a lot of jealousy yep. within uh, Patrick Bateman, Christian Bale. With his business card. 
With the, oh, the business card particularly, yeah. Uh, the character's name was Paul Allen, who's played by Jared Leto. Yeah. Or Let- Leto. Yeah. Leto, what would you say? I'd say Leto. Leto, Jared Leto. Did you enjoy Yeah, Jared? got him drunk, took him back to his house, played him some Huey Lewis, and uh, I think he hit him in the head with an axe. Yeah. He definitely killed him with an axe. That was okay. That wasn't too. That was no. That, that was wasn't quite, too bad. You only saw a little bit of splatter and no. And you're right. That was finger. actually a very amusing scene. Yeah. And then now he's just he tried to make it look like Jared Leto. He he took Jared Leto's keys off him before he dumped the body, and then went to his flat and packed a suitcase and changed his answering machine message, which I think you know. That's where I'd smell a rat when the when the machine says, "Hi, it's Paul, uh, just going to London," but it's not actually Paul's voice. <laughs> that's the that's the wonderful satire of this film is that everyone's interchangeable, isn't it? No one can be dis- differentiated from each other, which is why he can get away with all this oh, because sure. no one can tell. It's it's such a yeah, it's such a bland personality that they, they are all identical you're yeah. right yeah that's true the yes so the there was a sort of yes the scene that that you uh, alluded to before we started watching with the business cards where there's four different uh, men comparing completely identical <laughs> business cards and just the jealousy that Christian Bale's character <laughs> experiences when seeing each each time he's one up two up and three up yeah i guess by by each of these business cards and he's about to explode i love this film so much and i just i can't ever like christian bale became has become such a almost a parody of himself and his shouting and his oh yeah when he's shouting at the dry cleaner yeah i could hear him shouting at the um, assistant director or whoever it was that he he famously accosted on the set of a film yeah. it's now like a, a meme or whatever I could hear that <laughs> and but all, like in all these later films like American Hustle and The Fighter he just he, he's he, he's like he knows that he's really good at shouting he's almost like become Al Pacino in, in yeah. like the late late nineties Al Pacino okay. where he has to have a scene where he has a good shout. He does have a very good shout. He does. He is very funny. Yeah. In this film, it is. It's a. It, it, it's the perfect mixture of absurdity and taking yourself too seriously, like taking yourself too seriously, but not knowing the absurdity of how ridiculous. Yeah. You look. And he's really good at playing that. And I do think, um, following on from your comments about him having to shout because he's good at shout, I do think, and I don't think this is a. Uh, earth-shattering statement. I do think Christian Bale's a very good actor. <laughs> yes. Isn't he? Yeah, he's brilliant. He's, Has he's, anyone else noticed that yet? I think a few people have noticed. Okay, right. I think he's had a few Oscar nominations. Because I've seen The Batmans. The Batman, yeah. He's, um, he's all right in that. He's all right in that, but he's just like a Batman most of the time, isn't he? Yeah, and the vo- and again, he's again, that's what I'd sort of mean with it, where he's become a parody of himself, because that voice that he puts on in Batman is now so easily parodied. Yeah. The... <sighs> Where's the serum? <laughs> yeah, that's close enough. So that was it, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's good. But the serum? The serum, that's what he, in the first one, I think. Oh, yeah, he's he does want the serum. Oh, yeah. He's at the supermarket. <laughs> and he's like, Where's the serum? He's got, yeah, he's got a list. He's got like, milk, check. Bread, check. Serum, 
Where's the Sarah? Oh, there he is. I knew Scooby-Doo was coming soon. I was no, like, I wasn't, wasn't Scooby-Doo. Was it Scooby-Doo the whole time? No, the first or one just... was good. Then, then when you went ah, into a full... shit. So I would watch a film where Scooby-Doo played Batman. There, I said it. <laughs> Make that film and I'll watch it. I mean, no one's going to. It did sound a lot like Scooby-Doo. Yeah, though, you went it. into it. It's... Oh, well. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I mean, it's okay. I don't know it's any other. I don't know any other things Batman said. So, uh, uh, no, I can't think of any. Either. The only thing I ever go to with the I'm um, the Batman. He probably said that at some point. I'm, I'm. <laughs> I can't just give it if I mean to though. <laughs> um, that's the beauty. I'm the Batman. Having the affliction of never being able to do an impression without. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Never. All right. <laughs> I mean, do you, you? I mean, you probably have an, an inkling of, the, of what's going to happen. We've just seen the well, scene with, with I, Willem Dafoe. Yeah. So Willem Dafoe has come along, and he is the private investigator. Yeah. Detective Kimball. Kimball. Donald Kimball. Donald Kimball being uh, hired by uh, Jared Leto's. Wife or something or girlfriend? Yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, so um, to to look into the missing persons, and we have just ended it. I, we've just paused after he's just interviewed yeah. uh, Christian Bale's character about it. So presumably the plot is going to follow that now. Perhaps I don't know, but I'm uncertain because you said at the start that Willem Dafoe wasn't in it very much. Oh, that wasn't on Mike, but you said that to me. I think. <laughs> Because I said, oh, I didn't know Willem Dafoe was in this. And you're like, yeah, he's not in it that much. That was but, pretty much just a... You didn't need recording when you just said <laughs> Yeah, I know. I got it. Actually, I should just do both our parts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to come over. It's... Oh, save me the trouble. I know. It's a long way from home. But so... But I presume... Uh, I, I've never said presume like that before. It was you. I presume... It was a lot of foul. It was like it was taking off. I presume that he's going to kill more people. Oh, absolutely. I would think. You There's would, going to be more be killing to come, yeah. Because he's basically just killing someone every night. He said like he's, he can't control his bloodlust. Yeah. It's was something that his voiceover seeping out said, into yeah. the day. What do you think like about the voiceover? I'm, I'm all right with it. Okay. Yeah. Do you not like it? No, I think it's a, I, it has to be because he has to voice the things that are in the book and it makes it adds to the satirical element. But yeah. I'm, I'm, but also like he voiced over the... Again, the business card scene. Yeah. Like, that's... It's basically internal monologue or whatever. Yeah, it's that's, kinda yeah, like what that's he's true. It's kind of at that exact moment. Yeah, it's true. So, it, it does need that to add to it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I don't know what they were teaching you at bloody film school, mate, but it's, that's like that's like voiceover 101. Uh, <laughs> I, was I was taught yeah. that voiceover, voiceover narration is the laziest way of making a film. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, if that's all it is, if it's just a black screen and just a voiceover, then Imagine yeah, that's the pretty lazy. I mean, but yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, you enjoyed it. I'm, I'm in. Well, specifically the voiceover is what I was saying. I'm into, oh, but also okay, I'm into the film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think it's going to follow the path now of Jared Leto's murder. I don't know if they'll find the body or something. I don't. Also, it's like you said, it's kind of like a dark comedy. So I don't know how much the plot's going to come into it. How much it has to be like a beginning, middle, and end, yeah. like whatever other shit they taught you in film school that you're supposed to. Three acts. I mean, they've already they've already broke rule number one, so everything else might go out the window. <laughs> Could be one act. 
<laughs> one long one. Yeah, just an act. Yeah, I mean, it's not far off. But okay, what are you? Is there anything else you want to tell me before we carry no, on? No, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to ruin any of the developments. It it it, it isn't a traditional structure. Okay. I'm pretty smart. I'm pretty good at this stuff, aren't yeah, I? Considering. You know? What's, like, the name of someone who's just, like... Say if I'm, like, the equivalent equivalent of Beethoven, but for film-watching podcasts. Like a, what, a prodigy. Like a prodigy, yeah. Like, I'm, like, a film-watching prodigy. Should check like, I just... I know all the things that are supposed to happen already. Instinct. Yeah. It's just pure instinct. You're going on. You're an animal. I know. How many years did you spend at university? A few, mate. Yeah. Five. Should have just come to the school of hard knocks. That's, that isn't the school that you went to. I definitely never went to the school of hard knocks. I went to the school of um, falling over with padding on. Was that school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't uh, the padding was attached to me, not to the school. Oh, God, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. It was the school of hard knocks. But I was, was, I was you protected. Were yeah. You were padded. I was all padded up. Oh, that's nice. Okay, well, if you've got nothing more to say... No. Um, not ever, just right now. Just for right now, yeah. We should continue with the film. Let's do it. Although I'll probably know everything that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can agree. Okay, here we go. American Psycho, is that what the film's called? It certainly is. Okay, good. American Psycho. Act two, or not. <laughs> Christy? Dry off, choose a robe, not the Bichon, and uh, come and meet me and our guest in the living room for drinks. You've arrived, how lovely. Let me take your coat. I'm Paul, how good of you to come. Not quite blonde, are you? More dirty blonde. I'm gonna call you Sabrina. I'm Paul Allen. Sweet <laughs> Jesus. You're gonna be having nightmares tonight. Oh my lord. <laughs> oh, it just reached a new level of intensity. Yeah. Dude, I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> that was quite surreal. We, the, we've just seen him take. Two girls back to Jared Leto's house. One of them a prostitute that he'd taken home earlier. Yeah. And... He's calling Paul Allen's girlfriend's name. Is that what he's doing? I see. And he already did some horrible things to her to begin with, but he paid her for it. Um, (laughs) As opposed to killing her. But he's taken her back, and then they were having a threesome, and he started... Basically eating one of them, like literally, uh, and then the other one made a run for it, and there were a load of other dead bodies, dead attractive women. Yeah. As in, uh, I, I mean, I'm not making a judgment on their attractiveness. <laughs> yeah, as, I was as, gonna... as gonna... but as in, that's his his uh, modus operandi. Yes, <laughs> his mo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then one of them got away and was running down the stairwell, and he chased her, covered in blood. The blood of the other woman, presumably now dead. Yeah. Uh, with a chainsaw. <laughs> and she... I love how hard, how hard child work this is for you to describe. This <laughs> yeah. Stuff. It's, um, yeah. Do you want to put Bridget Jones back on? Well, yeah. we might watch Grease after this. Um, 
and then she was running down the stairwell, like the stairwell, I guess, yeah, like yeah. a fire escape sort of thing. Like it, it would loop like sort of in a triangle shape, if that makes sense. And he just stood at the top and sort of watched her go round and round and then somehow <laughs> judged it to drop the chainsaw from a great height and then hit her at the bottom, basically. Yeah. And killed her. So she's dead too. So just when it looked like it, the, the gig was up. Gig or jig? Gig. Is it jig? It's jig, isn't it? I'd say jig. The jig was up. The gig was up. That's why people keep looking at me funny when I say that. <laughs> we do that at concerts, don't we? So this, this gig's up. We used to do that at concerts. Just... <laughs> no, that's the only time I call it a jig. <laughs> uh, so I don't, I honestly don't know what's going on anymore because Willem Dafoe isn't even, like, seemingly has let him off. Willem Dafoe being the detective has given him an alibi that he didn't have. But surely he's just gone too rogue. It's all going to come back to bite him. It, it must. He's got like... In the normal conventions of society, you would think so. Oh, yeah, good point. But that's In my world. In your world. I mean, if you went and did this tonight... I wouldn't see you again. You'd be in prison. No. Well, you definitely, well that might be the reason you wouldn't see me again. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> well, that's true. I'm all about convenience, mate. If I was going on a killing spree tonight, do you know where I'd start? Well, I am here. <laughs> exactly. It's, not, it's nothing personal. <laughs> oh, God. I wish we didn't put Prox- ideas in here. It's just proximity. <laughs> but I did think he had his assistant over before, played by... Chloe, what's her surname? Savini. I love Chloe, Chloe Savini. Savini. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and he was going to kill her. He had a nail gun pointed to the back of her head. Little did she know. But then his phone rang and it distracted him. And he did seem to show something resembling remorse or regret pre remorse yeah pre remorse <laughs> yeah but maybe remorse about the fact that it is what he does yeah and then told her to leave because if she didn't leave he was scared that something bad would happen to her in his words yeah which we knew meant he'd kill her i mean he's not going to find redemption is he really no i mean you at can't this at this stage. stage no you can't he's he- lost the plot i'm going to say he's lost the plot He's a psychopath. Though. He's a psychopath, yeah. <laughs> oh, now I understand the name of the film. <laughs> just twig. Just twig. I was like, I was thinking, but he's Welsh. <laughs> but he's playing in America. Yeah, no, he's playing in America now. You got it. No, it makes sense now. You're waiting for him. Do you think Willem Dafoe was going to be the psycho? Who you waiting for? You waiting for the twist? Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Is it going to be like a. It's all in his head thing or something. Oh, is that what it's going to be? Is it all a dream or some shit? <laughs> it's not the Wizard of Oz. He's not really killed anyone. These are all his fantasies. All these people are still alive. Maybe that's what's going to happen. If that's what you have to think to make you feel better about seeing oh, all this no, horrible violence. Oh, no, he's just killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, well... Hey, you do, are you, you're coping quite well with all the violence. You know, you, you, that was the roughest bit just now. It's, I think that it's because it's tough. really uncomfortable as well. Like the, the, the uncomfortableness between, like, when you see, when obviously you see, uh, it's very clever as a film because Jared Leto, you don't care about, he's a bit of a dick. Mm. It's funny when he kills him. Mm-hmm. Then you meet the prostitute that he calls Christy, mm-hmm. and then they have one, obviously, a one night together where it's really awkward, and you sort of, and then 
they emphasise her emotions, don't they? And how like that's why you found that bit so horrible is yeah. because she has been given a proper character and she you feel sorry for her. Yeah, where you haven't felt sorry for any of the people it's who died true. so far. But and that scene also used proper sort of thriller. Like what I imagine happens in the film Psycho, like the suspense and the, the, chase. the dark room, and the you don't know where the killer is, and she's running, and she's and she knows she's trying to be killed, like yeah, she, knows she knows he's trying to, to kill, kill her. Yeah. You really see the like the fear in her in her eyes, and it was just. <laughs> Sorry, right, mate. You're right. No, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. It's it's a mixture between uh, Psycho and uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is okay. you see a clip of like obviously chasing him with the chainsaw and the way that yeah. the editing is quite frenetic, like it is in Tobe Hooper's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. To- what did you say? Tobe Hooper is the name of the guy, or to- Toby. Oh, I've seen it pronounced both ways. I thought that was an acronym for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I was. Gonna... I wasn't being that clever. <laughs> Tobe Hooper is the name of the guy who directed it. Tobe. Tobe. I couldn't possibly fathom up an actor. You were just talking about the director. Okay, yeah, I've never seen it. Um, But it looks scary. Yeah, you'd be. I wouldn't enjoy it. No, I don't think so. It's not for you. But so what's going to (laughs) happen in this film? You just well, don't no. tell me. Uh, well, I should. I can't tell you. Can no, I? Don't tell me. Okay, it's not that long to go. No, we're, we're, you'll be. We're, it's. It's not. Uh, that was the worst bit. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I still like it. <laughs> I still like the film. It's just because it blurs that line, doesn't it? Because it is funny, yeah. and then it makes you feel bad for laughing when you when you get to the stage, especially with the, that last scene with the two. Yeah. What well, it's. Where you're, g- yeah. yeah. Carry on. No. No. You go. Well, just like you've been, you're, you're made as like you're complicit, aren't you? Yes. And that's the problem. That's yeah. This the ending is going to be quite important to the way that I look back on this film. Okay. Which is something that maybe you could say about every film ever, but but not in the way that I mean, like because it's very morally abject so far. Yeah. So I don't know if there's going to be any sort of. Well, I don't know if I'm going to feel. Uh, feel good at the end of this film. <laughs> it's not ridiculous. Like, but even, don't even most, like I don't, I, I genuinely don't watch them at all, but even most horror films, they make you feel good at the end, right? Like you get some sort of redemption at the end. Uh, I think like the, like two members of the family survive or whatever and then they, some, I mean, or, like there's, there's, there is a problem that gets solved usually. Maybe not. Well, horror films are cheats, aren't they? Because they normally get the double ending. You normally get one person survives and then at the very last moment of the film, they'll give you the hint that whatever it was that was uh, attacking people all the way through the film is still alive. Or, oh, you know, to give yourself... Shit! Sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you just have the classic terrible ending where the last person who survived does die at the end anyway and they're like, the very last second, in oh, my experience. Okay. Well, this is why I don't it, watch horror films. The, we're talking post, yeah. I mean, it's very difficult now for a modern horror film to have that clean, happy end, like a happy ending in in a lot of senses. I mean, even going back to Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street ends with, oh, everything's fine, and then uh, the main character gets seen off at the door and her mum's waving, and then she gets in a car to drive off to school, and then as the car's driving away, it turns into 
Freddy Krueger and she's actually about to be killed. You know, they have that, that moment right at the end of Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, great. Well, I won't be watching that then, Dan. <laughs> it's all right. It's not... Mate, you don't watch it for the end. Nightmare on Elm Street, you just watch it to enjoy. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's face it, I wasn't going to watch it anyway. No, I knew you I mean, were. maybe I'll watch it with you one day. I love it. <laughs> I don't doubt it. You're, you're into horror films, aren't you? I do love a horror film. Yeah. Films. Not for me, thank you. <laughs> well, then, should we just watch the end? Have you got anything left to say? Let's do it. Let's, Let's do it. And then, you can, and then you can. And then I'll tell you all the things how that I morally thought. abject yeah. you feel. <laughs> all right. Let's finish it off. American Psycho. He'll probably kill a few more people. Or maybe not. It's not that long to go. Maybe because that, that was quite a gruesome murder. That'll probably be the end of the killing. Actually, I've changed my changed my answer. Okay. Don't lock it in. I've changed my answer. I'm he's saying nothing. He's not going to kill anyone else. All right. All bets taken. He won't kill anyone else, but he may. <laughs> Be, he may not suffer for his crimes. He might. Ju- it might just end with him marrying Reese Witherspoon or something. <laughs> You're, I mean, we're, we're, I've thrown out a lot of options. I'm throwing out lots of options, and then if You'll one of them right. comes in, I'm going to be like, "Yeah, I knew it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a prodigy." <laughs> Let's All right, here it. we go. Dan and the prodigy, watching the end of American Psycho. Face it, the Japanese will own most of this country by the end of the '90s. <laughs> Shut up, Carnes. They will not. So, uh, Harold, did you get my message? Jesus, yes, that was hilarious. That was you, wasn't it? Yeah, naturally. Bateman killing Alan and the escort girls. That's fabulous. That's rich. What exactly do you mean? The message you left. By the way, Davis, how's Cynthia? You're still seeing her, right? Wait, Harold. What do you mean? Oh, excuse me. Nothing. It's good to see you. Is that Edward Towers? Davis, I'm not one to badmouth anyone. Your joke was amusing, but come on, man. You had one fatal flaw. Bateman is such a dork, such a boring, spineless lightweight. Now, if you said Bryce or McDermott, otherwise it was amusing. Now, if you'll excuse me, I really must be going. Wait, so (laughs) it was all a dream? No. It was... So, there's the implication that he hasn't killed as many people as he thinks he has. It's open to interpretation, I'll give you that. My interpretation is he hasn't killed anyone. Oh. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's my interpretation. No, I think, I think you can definitely take it that way. Because Paul Allen's not dead. Well, we don't see him, do we? Because everyone's interchangeable in this. So, his lawyer thinks that he's had dinner with him, but then... He doesn't even know who. But the flat, he doesn't even know who Christian Bale is. So the flat where that was supposed to be Paul Allen's flat, where he'd stored all these dead bodies, wasn't full of dead bodies, and was wasn't even Paul Allen's flat. But it was being renovated. Don't say that to me like that is some sort of <laughs> trump card. I'm not. I'm just suggesting it's. But it was for sale. Yeah, maybe because somebody found loads of dead bodies in it and they cleared them all out and they painted oh, it Oh, man, you've got, like, the opposite of whatever I have. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you've got... You're, you're the half-empty to my half-full. Thank you. You reckon he's killed people? I... I thought it was, like, a... Um, I, like, a... He's insane. I thought he was just insane. 
I thought all the killing that happened. Insane. It was just in the book that in his diary that he, when his assistant looked in his diary and it was full of like graphic pictures. Yeah, I thought that was all the killing. Yeah, I mean that's done. definitely possible. I, I'm, I, I would be averse to deciding either way. What is your interpretation? Though you think he's killed some people still. I think he's killed You're... some people, but not as many as he thinks he has. Interesting. So I think he he, he does he, he does stray over into reality, but a lot of it is fantasy. As C- you, I mean, you could definitely say that he's killed no one. I just did. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm sure I was listening, but I did. no, I reacted. I did. I did. Yeah. Can I just point out something to you that I think is amazing? We've st- paused the film on the credits, and if you look halfway down, we've got like Patricia Gage. Krista Sutton, then there's a name Park Bench. <laughs> <laughs> that's. Uh, I is mean, someone's name actually Park Bench? That's brilliant if she is. If you've named your kid Park Bench, I hope good it's luck an acting name. I hope yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a stage name that someone's taken on because if you're called Park Bench, <laughs> <laughs> there's not much hope for you, is there? We, no. we named you after what you were conceived on. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I mean, you're you're looking on the bright side, and I love it. I love you for it. <laughs> but did you enjoy it? You enjoyed it, didn't you? I, I thought you it was good. Yeah. yeah, I, I mean, it was pretty good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, I but I, I was sort of like a bit. I do. I don't particularly like this feeling that I'm experiencing right now. <laughs> uh, I think that's fair. That's fair and enough. I know it's a thing that you're allowed to do in films and you probably learnt this is lesson number three <laughs> or whatever. Like I know endings can be, be ambiguous but I really like things tied up. And like <laughs> done. Cut evenly. Off. I like symmetry. I like even numbers and I like resolutions and I didn't get any of those. Yeah, flip a neck. I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I will, but then again, I'm, I'm completely... Im- I'm just so dead inside to all this violence that I've seen through the cinema. Never experienced any violence in real life. Not even just as a bystander? No. I've not punched so- in the face once. I mean, I've been, I've been bitch slapped by a man. Have you? Face, like, palm down. What for? I like, Who punched you in the face? Oh, I was, um, I guess I was like 17 or 18. I had a girlfriend and uh, she was an identical twin. And her identical twin sister was going out with like my best buddy at the time. And so we were all in... Is this from a sitcom? <laughs> it's a pretty funny story. And we were all in his uh, bedroom hanging out. And then his younger brother came in. He was probably like three or four years younger than him. So he's probably like 14. And we were all like making fun of him. Like, or just being mean to him, whatever, ganging up on him. And he... <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. He left the, and he left the room crying. And he walked to the, like out of the bedroom to the lounge room or whatever. And me being the guy who you've already described tonight, the sensitive yeah. soul, I felt bad instantly. So I followed, I chased after him and I was like, hey, sorry, I just wanted to say sorry. We're only mucking around or whatever. And he turned around in tears and he punched me in the face, this 14-year-old kid. But his dad was there 
his, so their mum and dad were sat in the lounge room and he punched me in the face in the lounge room and his dad was like, still probably is this like big ochre Australian dude, like working class. And he was like, well, go on then, Miles, hit him back. <laughs> oh, I didn't, but... No, I mean, probably for the best. No, yeah, but that was... A Maybe that was an open image. It was like, hit him back. And then he could continue it. Oh <laughs> no! I think it was just uh, just good old fashioned eye for an eye. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, it would be that'd be pretty. That'd be subterfuge of a different level. If you were like, I'm oh, going hit my son back, <laughs> yeah. and then you hit the person who hit oh, your son. Yeah. That's too much. That's uh, too much. Yeah. So if anything, American Psycho has made me nostalgic for the time I got punched <laughs> in the face 14 years ago. Oh. Well, I enjoyed the story, so it's good. Good. I enjoyed the film. I enjoyed the film as well. I bloody loved it, in fact. That's great. So, Thanks for watching it with me. Thank you very much. I've got to go and return some videotapes. Yes. So. Ah, that's a reference to a line <laughs> from the film American Psycho. Dan recommends it. <laughs> All right, that's that. American Psycho, I told you it would be. I got through it. Dan didn't think I could do it, but I did. I'm pretty brave. I think we can all agree I'm one of the bravest 32-year-old men going around. Uh, thanks so much to Dan Webb, as always, for joining me, watching another film with me, listening to me talk shit for a couple of hours. And most importantly, thank you to you, the listener, dear listener, my favorite listener, you. You're my favorite listener. Can you believe that? I haven't told anyone else that. It's just you. If you could uh, subscribe to the podcast, that'd be nice. And do all the other things. Five-star reviews and some feedback would be cool if you want. Your call. Alrighty, I'll be back again next week with a new film and a little bit more nonsense. Until then, look after yourself. See ya. Uh-huh.